Welcome to the Impressive Digital Marketer Podcast. If you're a brand manager or a marketer, entrepreneur, or you're just interested in everything digital, listen up, because this podcast is for you. We're Impressive, a digital marketing agency in Melbourne. We've put together this podcast to cover some of the most current topics in digital marketing. Every two weeks, we'll be talking about subjects related to SEO, PPC, and Facebook advertising. Some of the industry's experts will be jumping in on the mic for each show with a different set of hosts every fortnight. This podcast is run by you, the listener. So reach out and tell us what you want us to talk about. All right, should we dive into the world of digital marketing? Welcome to the Impressive Digital Marketer Podcast, everyone. Welcome. My name is Nadia. I am a content specialist here at Impressive Digital, and I'm standing with the equally as impressive Jesse Layer. Hello, Jesse. Hi, Nadia. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Now, Jesse, tell us a bit about what you do here at Impressive. I'm the inbound marketing executive here at Impressive, so I deal with marketing funnels, putting those together, working with direct response copy and working with clients to get their marketing automation and funnels up and running. Oh, excellent. So it's safe to say that you um, you make a point to stay up to date with everything digital. Yeah. Yeah. Just because how imperative is that in this digital marketing age that we're living in? Um, what importance is placed on staying ahead of the game? Well, everything's changing, so there's new technology that's invented all the time, and knowing what the new technology does is going to help you stay ahead of the game and make more sales and do a lot more great work for your clients. So awesome. puts you ahead of every other agency because you can do more. And everything's constantly changing all the time, and I think the, the only way to sort of be better at using, say, for example, a platform like Facebook or whatnot is to know exactly how everything works, eh? Yep. And especially when they update it all the time. So you need to mm -hmm. know how that's going to interact with all the stuff that you're already doing as well as stuff that you'll do in the future. So staying ahead of the game is very important. And that brings us to our eponymously named podcast of how artificial intelligence will change SEO and content marketing. Now, Jesse, no matter your industry, marketing or cybersecurity, for example, or hospitality, uh, you just have to look online to see that AI, artificial intelligence, is a buzzword that's circulating all over the place. So can you tell us a bit about what AI is exactly? So artificial intelligence is something that you see a lot in science fiction. It's yeah. going to bring about, about the end times. Yeah. The robots are going to rise and kill us. No, that's not what artificial intelligence is. Artificial intelligence is actually more of a synthesis of a bunch of different sciences. So mm -hmm. it's like psychology and linguistics and biology and all these types of things that come together within a computer system in order to replicate human intelligence. So artificial intelligence is actually just trying to get a computer to think and react in ways that a human would okay. and to also talk to human beings like another human being is talking to them. So it's basically, I suppose, when you're dealing with a, a computer, you're teaching it how to think like a human and just providing a lot of data to it. And then it makes those decisions on its own. Would that be sort of a very big generalization? <laughs> well, let's think about artificial intelligence in this way to really describe what it is. And I'll bring up video games, right? So in video games, you're playing a single player campaign and you're going against a bunch of simulated bad guys that are coming up to you 
that are trying to make you lose the game. Now, those simulated, those characters, those enemies, as they're called, are there to provide obstacles for you. They're there to simulate as if other people are playing the game against you and trying to react like a human would to get to a certain level of challenge so that it's fun. It's fun do challenging things. Now, if you're playing a game with really bad AI, if instead of like coming to attack you, it just walks into the wall over and over again, then, okay, that's something that a human would never do. That's something that like a human controlled character would never do. And so it sucks. But if the AI is too good, if you program it to just know how to do everything in the game that you don't even you load the game you don't even see where the enemy is you just automatically die because it's so good at the game that's also bad ai because then it feels cheap it feels like the computer knows something that no human would so that's perfect example you have to tune it so that it's reacting and playing like another human would instead of just oh, the computer can do whatever. It knows where everything is. So it's just going to kill you. So I think like that brings us to our next question, uh, which is what are the limitations of AI? Would you therefore say that the limitations are human imposed, I suppose? The limitations of AI are the fact that computers don't actually know how to read human emotions Mm. at this point. Mm. They're getting better at it by analyzing people's facial structures. But again, most AI is just going to live in a computer architecture. It's not going to be living in the organic world. It's not going to be walking around. It's not going to be, okay, if you talk to the AI on your phone, it can maybe decide what's going on through intonations in your voice and how you feel, but it's not looking at your face and seeing that what actual emotions you're portraying. So yeah, it's a, it's limited by what we can feed into it. And it's also limited by its environment. So if it's only on the computer, then it can't actually be interacting with things outside of the computer. So who would you say is more powerful, humans or robots? Is this a case of uh, Skynet? Humans are more powerful. Yes. So like that would be basically based on um, like more emotional intelligence, I suppose. It's that, but it's also, like we said before, uh, AIs are all relying on human-based inputs. So if you don't input things into the AI systems, then they're not going to know what's going on. They're not going to have a point of reference to the thing that you need them to do. So you can program them to try to come up with new things to do or to, you know, recognize new patterns that maybe they haven't been taught before. But you can always corrupt that data, too, by just putting in wrong data inputs. Like, we're going to make it think it's raining. And so it's going to, like, program everyone to, hey, remember, take an umbrella. Then it's going to be like sunshine all day. Right. Yeah. So, so it's 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 limited based on what we provide to it, I suppose, like yeah. the parameters that we set for the AI. Yeah, and we also have the powers of human manipulation. Mm. I don't think a computer <laughs> <laughs> computer doesn't know how to, or AIs don't know how to manipulate people to get them to do what they want. They can yeah. only do what you want them. God forbid that that'd be a scary day. I mean, they will eventually. <laughs> as long as we put it in there, I think yeah. that, that's going to be the case. But I guess with that in mind, should we feel intimidated um, by AI or worried for our jobs if we're constantly trying to update processes? And uh, I suppose an example would be a few companies in Australia. They, they've let, let go of a lot of their staff because they're able to sort of program their AI to do a lot of tasks, I suppose, that are um, usually left to humans. But like, I think sub-editing was one of them. So like, should we be afraid that perhaps at some point 
the human eye or sort of human um, involvement in our job is not going to be required because AI will take over? There's a yes and a no. So the yes is that, yeah, there are going to be some tasks that the AI can just do way better than a human can. Yeah. Depending on how the AI has learned, depending on what it's programmed to do. So some tasks will be automated. AI will take over those tasks. But also with new emerging technologies like that, then there are new jobs to actually understand how the AIs work. So, okay, you're having a tech problem with the AI, right? Like it's not doing the thing that you want it to do. You're trying to get some output from it, but it's just like going crazy. So have to call an AI technician to come in and troubleshoot it and figure out what's actually going on. So there's just going to be like more emerging jobs mm-hmm. within yeah. that sector. But again, I mean, with every emerging technology, yeah, you're going to lose the old jobs, right? But a new door will open, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. It allows you to be more efficient with your time at work. Yeah. You're more so thinking about, okay, making more connections with your clients. You're thinking more about how to innovate on a new piece of technology. So now that we have the AIs to do this, then I can now go and start doing something else that is all based on humans. And the, what what I think about that is, so you get the AIs to do all the, the written content, putting all that together and sub-editing. But what can't AIs do? They can't really make videos. Sure, they can, but they're really crappy when they make them. It's just all a bunch of like stock footage that's really like algorithmically driven and it's just a mess, right? And that's where content's going anyway. Content is going more towards the video realm, more towards the audio realm, more towards the VR and AR realm. So yeah, you're going to lose your job if you refuse to change. So if you're, you're stuck at an agency that's just, we're going all in on white papers, then yeah, you're going to you're going to get fired because your job's not going to be there because now we have AIs to do that. But if you go more so into now we're going to pivot towards video content. Now we're going to pivot towards doing podcasts and we're going to actually build out whole marketing campaigns and funnels based on VR experiences, then you're going to thrive. Yeah, definitely. So I suppose like the emotional aspect that um that comes with marketing is always going to be something that humans are going to have to sort of put out anyway so everything's safe and sound mm-hmm. and um how will ai change the way seo works just wondering because that's very word heavy a lot of the time so will users see any difference ais will change the way seo works because now the ai has a really in-depth knowledge of all the queries and all every web page has been indexed within it right yeah so now that has just a huge rolodex of content And it also has all this information about you and people like you and what your preferences are, your favorite color even. Mm. So now it's going to look back at a piece of content and if it's all like similar quality of content, now it's just going to pull one out and say, this one is specifically for Nadia. So it could be on global page three Mm. of your query Mm. of the search engine results page. But because it's one that you would like the most, now it's bringing that, putting that at the number one spot and saying this one is for you. And so, yes, you will notice the change and the change will be, oh, Google is so much better now because it's actually giving me the content that I want, which is exactly what Google wants because the better results you get, the more you go on Google and the more you get to see advertisements and maybe click on one and then Google gets more money. 
<laughs> Definitely. It's just that um, that ability to sort of go into your history and refine that um, the information that it pulls up. It's incredible. I think I saw that with uh, the World Cup. So basically, uh, you could type in into Google World Cup results, and that could have easily pulled up results from years and years prior. But because so many people were inputting, you know, 2018 World Cup, give me the information of this match, it was always very accurate. So we can definitely see how AI is basically providing more accurate searches or more accurate results, sorry. And um, that's, yeah, you're right. It's better for Google. It's better for everyone. Yeah. And it, it knows where you don't want the information from too. Yeah. Can you give us a, uh, an example of that? Yeah. So years ago I was, this was when this website, it was a sports website called Bleacher Report was starting to get popular, but it was a lot of clickbait articles that weren't really vetted by an editorial team at the time. And so I wanted that completely gone from my Google feed. Actually, still to this day on my home uh, Google search bar, it has like the minus bleacherreport.com on it all the time. Yeah. So that I just never see results from Bleacher Report. But now with the progression of SEO, it'll know that I don't like that website. And then it'll never show me results from that website because it's just like, yeah, he's just going to skip over it hates this website. And with that in mind, I guess, um, will we still need SEO specialists and content writers or will humans have to sort of change the way uh, they're sort of writing content to work in tandem with the machines? Like what would that look like for SEO and content writers in future? Yeah. So artificial intelligence is going to, is already capable of like putting together articles that are information based. Yeah. And so it just, can pull it together, find out what the main parts are, because it's like what we said, we, we put in all this data. So if you want to do like supervised learning, I think it's called for machine learning. So you just put in all this data from articles, right? From the millions and billions of articles that are posted online, all the good ones, like from journalists that follow the same structure. So now it knows the pattern to create content. So it's like, okay, got to put all the most important information at the beginning and then write this, put smaller, uh, less important information, second paragraph until you get to the end. And so I can put that together real quick. Yeah. The AI can. So then, okay, now we got that. Now the AI is pushing out those stories. But for the SEO and content writers now, now you get to explore more. You get to explore more with the content that you're creating. You get to explore more with tonality, right? Yeah, so now, the subtleties that only humans, I suppose, would be able to to notice rather than a ham-fisted attempt by a computer to sort of see what's... Exactly. So it's becoming way more important for content marketers and for brands to establish their brand personalities so that there's something that makes you stand out. Mm. Right. So what is the things that you what are the things that you actually write about? What are the things you actually care about and how do you write about them? Yeah. And just, I suppose, use AI as a um, partner, I suppose, that will help you get like the workload done and be as efficient as, as possible. But yeah, like you were saying, use that time to really hone in on your personality and making human connections, which only humans can do, I suppose. Yeah. And also you got to think okay, if the AIs can write all of this content, then, okay, well, I can get this content from anywhere. So why would I choose to get it from one place over the other? Or why would the AI choose to get it from this place for me over another place? And that's where you'd start your differentiators. That's where you set yourself apart from all the other generic content 
And you also mentioned briefly uh, machine learning. Can you differentiate between AI and machine learning for us? Yeah, so AI, as I said, that's just the synthesis of a machine being programmed to think like a human Mm. and interacting with humans. Machine learning is the actual process of getting the computer system to to learn. So it's just like teacher-student type of relationship. Ah. So there's one called supervised learning. So supervised learning is I'd send you a bunch of data sets and I tell you what the answer is. Do that over and over again until you can just do it by yourself. So you you can find the pattern that I'm looking for in every data, all the data sets that I've input into the system. Now there's another one called unsupervised learning. And that's when you put a bunch of data sets into the computer. You don't tell it what it's looking for. And so it just starts finding patterns, Mm. analyzes all the data, finds all the patterns, but doesn't know what the patterns are. So it can't label them. It can't point them out to you and say, oh, here's what I discovered today. All it can do is, okay, here are some patterns. You figure it out. Yeah. The third type is semi, yeah, semi-supervised. So that's a mixture of both. So you tell it how, you tell it what some patterns are, but also tell it if you find other patterns, also let us know. And then we'll start labeling what those patterns are and figuring out what they mean. Yeah. And then the last one is called reinforcement learning. Reinforcement learning is just like training your dog where you say, hey, roll over, roll over. Once it does it, you give it a treat and then it'll just do it over and over again. The computer, you'll program it. You'll say, here's a decision making algorithm. And so go in go through the decision-making algorithm and try to find the right decision to make to get the reward. And those are all components of machine learning. Yeah. Whereas AI is just specifically trying to teach uh, the computer how to think like a human. But they're sort of quite, they're integrated in some ways, aren't they? Yeah. So artificial intelligence is like the front end. That's how we experience it. Machine learning, that's the back end. So that's what all the that's actually how all the processes happen. Yeah. So it's like, I'm talking to you right now, but... That's just, you're just interpreting me the way that a human would interpret me. But what's really happening is a bunch of electrical <laughs> like yeah. uh, sparks neural. are, yeah, neural yeah. sparks are happening <laughs> in my brain controlling my, my, uh, my voice. Responses yeah. and whatnot. Oh, okay. Excellent. So it's, that's a really good, actually, description of the two because I constantly get them mixed up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you just mentioned how um, machines are basically learning. So can you give us a practical example of that, like, like predictive SEO. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah. So this is what will happen in the future. And it's probably already happening, let's be honest. So using machine learning, so using, let's say, supervised learning, what you're doing is you're buying like the same thing every Monday, let's say, or you you order the same thing online. It's coming, it's being delivered to you every Monday. Now the AI on your phone sees that, oh, you're ordering this every Monday. So instead of having you take the action, it's just going to start ordering it for you because it sees the pattern, right? It sees the pattern and it sees what the command is for the pattern. So then, oh, look, my uh, my grocery, my bread is here. The milkman, the, milk, <laughs> the milkman's back and it's a drone. <laughs> and so as um, Caleb, I think, mentioned on last week's episode or uh, the episode about ad week mm. they were talking about that there'd be an ai that if your car has a broken tire 
Yeah. Is that what you guys call it in Australia? Busted tire of something. Yeah. A flat. <laughs> a flat tire. So then they were saying that, oh, it'll be able to detect that there's a flat in the tire and already call the place in order for them to, you know, send a car. And so by the time they actually notice it, the person would be out there, like already in route to get you to transfer all the information. And I was thinking, yeah, that, that would work. But the only way that that would work is if the business actually has an AI on the other end to interpret all the requests from that AI. I never even comprehended that. That's absolutely amazing. So many science fiction tropes coming into play here, which is terrifying but exciting at the same time. But at least we still have our jobs in the future because hopefully uh, the human touch will still be relevant. Yeah, well, just pivot AR, VR. Pivot, pivot. <laughs> no content writing. Stop it, get out. <laughs> amazing stuff, amazing. Jesse, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us about this. You're obviously um, really passionate about this area and definitely very, very clued in. Well, that's because I am in an AI. Oh, oh that's why. <laughs> no, that's amazing. That's your very convincing one. Uh, yes, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us about AI. And it's placed particularly in marketing, which has been really insightful. We hope you guys enjoyed everything that we covered today and that you subscribe because we've got plenty of other podcasts coming up that'll be absolutely crucial to listen to when it comes to staying up to date with your digital marketing. This is the Impressive Podcast. It's Nadia signing out. Thanks, Jesse. Thank you.